0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a nonprofit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shi'urim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com.
1: Okay.
2: okay. Should we start?
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay, good luck, everybody. Thank you for joining tonight's alumni Q&A session with the Rosh Hashim Nir of I guess the topic tonight is lessons learned moving forward from COVID. Um, I guess one positive consequence of COVID is the popularity of Zoom, which is helping us tonight to be able to connect with alumni throughout the country. In the past, we had very nice in-person get togethers, but you know we're always limited by location. So I'm hoping that you know one of the lessons that we, I guess, keep with us is this Zoom concept. Um, so this way in the future, I mean, obviously I hope we could get together in person, but also be able to reach out and have a couple sessions where we can interact with alumni throughout the country. Uh, before we move forward with the questions, I would first like to explain, I guess the setup for tonight's session. We have received many questions over the past few weeks and I'll be asking some of them to the Rosh Hashiva and some to Rav and some to both. or the questions are based on time that they came in. I'll try to get as much questions in as time allows. If you have any follow-up question, please post it on the chat and again, I will try to get the in as well. Also, if you have additional questions, you can post that on the chat. And if you have time, you'll be able to put that in. Okay. So the first question is for the Rosh Hashiva. Is it moral to discriminate no. against people who are unvaccinated by not allowing them into the shul, stores, or
1: schools? So I'm not, I'm not sure about that question, even in sense of what does it mean? Is it immoral, immoral or immoral? Um, a Cibor so, so a, a Cibor has the right and maybe duty to make an that are um, for the benefit of the community yeah. now the uh, for instance uh, imagine somebody has a child that's extremely noisy and they bring him to shul and it stares the davening you can ask either the Find a way to make the child quiet or not to disturb the Tsibur. Tsibur can make Takanas and the Takana about vaccination. If it affects, so if it's because I don't like people who don't vaccinate, I think they're crazy, they're stupid, they're whatever you want, that's a Takana that's not right in the sense um, you may not like the person, but it's not affecting anyone negatively. But if the tzibur feels, based on reasonable evidence, that these people are a danger to the rest, then he certainly not only can they, but they have to make a takana. Kind of. it, 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 in other words, they may be right or wrong whether vaccination is good or not good, but if they feel that way, they should make a takana kind of like that. So, so the idea of it being discriminating, I, 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 an immoral. I, I don't understand why or how. Um, if it would be something where I think you're crazy for not vaccinating your kid and I'm going to bully you into doing it, that's a that's a, an issue that, that I, I would feel is something that needs to be debated. But if the Tzibur feels that that's um, a danger to the Tzibur in some way or a very difficult inconvenience, then the Tzibur can and should make those takahans. Does
2: Rebbe feel... You know, observe. We have, I guess, a feeling if people should get vaccinated. Is
1: that
2: is that the right thing to do? Um,
1: well, it, well, I can refer you to the address um, in halacha. If if there's a question about eating on Yom Kippur, uh, the Mishnah talks about doctors. So a rove of doctors. Um, I would say a rove of doctors should be what it gives direction. Um, it's it simply the rov's business to determine, um, is there a rove? Uh, you know, there's, there's a difference between l'chomr and Kula, But I, I mean, I, I, don't, I think that's what the answer depends on. So it, 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 the, the, the answer to that question lies over there. I, I don't hear where there's an, another issue. So ask your, ask the doctors and whatever the role says, it should be, it should be what's followed.
2: Okay. Okay, so now this question is gonna be asked to both Rosh and Rav The Corona pandemic has been deeply divisive worldwide. The reactions to the pandemic have caused machokas between communities, among shuls, rebellion, within communities, with shuls, and friends, and neighbors. The intensity of machokas has been exacerbated by the fact that people's health, lives, livelihoods, and general well-being are at all stake. Just about nobody has been spared of the plague of machlokas that has accompanied the pandemic. How, as a community, do we repair the damage done by this machlokas and move beyond the divisions? Also, as an individual, how do we know which, you know, I guess, uh, side of the machlokas should we follow? So this is first... Uh, to- Rangel,
1: do you want to start this? Uh, no, you go first. Okay. Um, so it's a—it's it, obviously a very difficult question. I'd like to, um, I, I would like to tell over a story of a very different context, but I think it has a lot to say. I heard this from Arya Finkel's Ranevraha. Arya Finkel is one of the, Rashishiva's Shiva's Namir. He was a huge person, tzaddik, and so on. And he was a grandson of Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zannefeld. Uh, his his um, mother had been a, a, a granddaughter, I think, not sure if a, a step-granddaughter or granddaughter, but that was Chaim family. So he, he knew a lot of stories. And he told me once, as I heard from him, walking with him, that the Kanoim of Yerushalayim came to Yosef Chaim and they told him, "You puzzle us with your behavior. You said that Rev Cook is an apicorus and you machaber him tremendously." So he said, "He said, I never said anything like that." He said, "I said in his work there is apicorsis, but the person is far, far from Apicoros. Um, the point that he made was, you can criticize actions that has nothing to criticize the person. So um, you, you, can, you can be very sharply critical, as Raskhaim was about, he disagreed very strongly with certain things written in his works, and he felt they are but he felt that the, but the person was, 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 was a giant and the disagreement with the particular issue didn't reflect on the person. So if somebody is coming, if somebody is, is, is has an intent, I, I had the same feeling. There was one, some argument in the shul, uh, in one of the shuls in, in, in the community where there was some disagreement about the Israeli peace treaty, and there was one congregant who felt that it's very positive, and one congregant felt it's terrible danger, and he stopped talking with him. He said there was no, it wasn't talk to him, it wasn't look at him, and so on. What's wrong about this is, if the other person is somebody who's out to destroy Israel, he's a terrorist or whatever, so, of course, th- that means that the person is a murderer, and you treat him as such. If the person really wants the benefit, but he feels a peace treaty um, with giving away the conquered land, the, 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 or the land of the Green Line, is a way to get peace, and you think that that's wrong, absolutely, and that's dangerous, you can fight the issue very strongly. But why is it that, um, but why is it have to do the person? The is a good person person means well, person wants well. Understanding that, on a particular, yes, we can be very strong. Let's say our position is masks are important, vaccinations are important. So we feel very strongly about it and we can make the point and we should make the point very strongly. Understanding the other people it, 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 and understanding why it is that negligent and why it is like that then it's something that, that, that being able to divorce the issue from the person I think is going to be extremely important. And we need to keep doing it. There will always be disagreements on issues. Um, there were tkufus when they were very harsh about Chassid and Misnagdin, the Tkufis about Zionists and anti-Zionists, the tkufus about this, understanding that we can be very strong about how we feel about an issue and yet understand that the other person, as a person, is coming from someplace else. Um, you know, I, I want to. I, I you know, I, I do have. I guess it's not so secret. I, I do feel strongly about and critical of different parts of community that seem to be very lackadaisical about it. And one of my sons told me the following: not rebuttal, but he said, "Abba, he said, I work in Barapak. People live with ten kids in two bedrooms. They don't have computers. They don't have Zoom." They don't have anything. do you think you could hold out like that and then they tell you you have to quarantine. Do you think you'd be able to do it? Would you be able to be Ahmed bined? He said is if the family lives next to door, door to them, the father and mother work, and if they don't work, there's no food on the table. They live from hand to mouth. He said, and one of the kids gets sick, and the choice is either either everybody quarantines or what happens? There's no food on the table. Do you think you would be able to, you tell the truth and say, no, he has a sniffle, like think I'm not coming to work? They work by the hour, both of them. What would you do? Um, what would you do in a case of, he said the family has, it's the third time that an eight-year-old boy has to be in his room two weeks himself. The kid is suffering emotional damage. Would you be able to do that? Uh, Those are very, very strong points. I I, I don't know, you know, it has nothing to do with the right and wrong, the same shamayim, and and, and so on, but put yourself in other people's shoes um, and understand. So so at least we can understand that there are different mindsets, there are different opinions about certain things, and there are different challenges. So we can be strong about what we believe is the right thing to do but we need to learn to understand the other people. And I think HaKadosh Baruch Hu has pushed this, Baruch Hashem, we're a society where there aren't that many machlokas, they're not killing each other, and the and, and, uh, Zionist answer is not killing each other. It's, it's much, So much Baruch Hu gave us an Isayin, where we do have a, a sharp division now, and learning, teaching the kids both that a person can be strong about a shita, but 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 um, a, a non-judgmental with people is a very important lesson to learn from it.
0: Rangel. So uh, somebody asked me, told me the Shabbos story. They were in Bora Park and they were masked, and a woman confronted them. Why are you wearing a mask? What do you think about me? So I said I would have answered. I don't think about you. I don't have an opinion about you. I don't know where you're coming from. I don't know your. I don't know your issues. So I, I'm not going to. I, I'm sure you have a good reason why you're not asking. But you know, that 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 the um, I shouldn't be the one. It's not my job to 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 to, 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 to judge you. Like so, like what, what's the, what does that mean? Um, so I think that that's you know just echoing what Rebarn is saying. And Robert is saying, you know, let's try and put ourselves in to understand where they're coming from, which I think is a very important point. But sometimes this whole idea that we have to, we just have to respect that somebody else has the right to have another way of looking at something, even if I don't understand where they're coming from. I said, they're good people, and they probably have a good reason why they're doing something. Maybe I disagree with that, but they have a good reason. I think the challenge, I think the question takes us is that, that, you know, these damage has been done. And uh, the question is, how do we... Come back from the damage. You know there has been malkuches. There has been disagreements, and people have a long. We have long memories. You know, this fellow, you know, really insulted me, and he really, you know, made a comment about me that I, that I'm ridiculous or that I'm I'm, I'm I'm too far from to, you know, the, the in the in the thing, or I'm not not from enough. And you know, I'm a, this guy's a say this guy's a this and that. We've we said the names. We we said those things. Um, and now, maybe from the, from the space of distance of time, we're saying, you know what, that wasn't such a smart move to do. So, at an individual level, the right answer is just apologize. I mean, you know, there's apologies, you know, is, and a sincere apology, you know, I look back because I wasn't happy the fact that I did that. I feel bad that I did that, and I apologize. Is that going to solve the problem 100%? Of course not. Damage is done. Uh, relationships have to be rebuilt, trust has to be be, be recreated. Um, another thing to think about is you know, what Obama was saying, we haven't had a, a crisis like this in a, in a situation. I, I imagine, I don't know for sure, but I imagine during World War II, when the, the crisis was in crisis, there was different opinions how to deal with the issue. And each opinion felt that the other opinion was, was, was not approaching it correctly. And it was a matter of life and death. And it's a matter of life and death. You get very intense. You know, it's a matter about do you like chocolate cake or a vanilla cake, it, it's it's just not the same intensity. The issue over here is we're dealing with life-threatening issues. People are going to react very strongly. Uh, so what happened to claustro? Time passed. You know, I don't think that necessarily every single person over there was able to move on. You know, from these arguments, and some of them weren't. But the vast majority of people moved, did move on. As time heals the wounds of that, you know, people had new new projects to deal with. Everything they start working together again. They started doing things together, and they 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 realized you know, that that you know whatever happened in the past, as they were rebuilding, etc. There there was ways of reconnecting. So I think that. As we 're moving forward, you know uh, moving out of this, and you know there 's things which need to be practical things which need to be dealt with um, um, as uh, if groups get together and work you know and you ensure they 're included in your group, somebody from the other camp, so you 'll connect with them over those type of things, and that will be, be, go very far towards healing and bringing people back together again um, and uh, there's a lot, you know, the, 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 there's other issues which were mentioned. I just want to echo, like I, I've heard from the mental health people, uh, various different, you know, to meet them who are in the field and others members of the people who discuss issues with me about how much damage this the lockdowns have done, et cetera, et cetera. The media hasn't, for whatever reason, has not publicized that. So people aren't aware of how, how significant that is, how difficult it is, et cetera. And when somebody, in order to avoid that, is uh, being lackadaisical about the the the, the lockdown, etc. There's a lot more to the story. Now, sometimes people wow. move from there to the point where they just are lackadaisical period. Well, that's how human people human beings work. Yeah, I understand. You know, it was a question of, of livelihood. My th- story is going. But, but right now, there's a no reason why you shouldn't wear a mask, etc. But the answer is that even so, that that's the reality. Of what happens is we tend to. Once we don't think things, for a valid reason, we we realize that we're not going to take things so seriously, we just don't take them seriously at all. So within the world of judgment, there's a lot of ways of understanding and donning people, the chavs, who's them they're good people, they mean well, they're not bad people, they're not out to, and the they don't take these things seriously is because maybe they've developed an attitude towards it. You know, A lot of these things weren't as serious as as the, the, the doctors were saying, the media was saying. Eventually, you start losing trust in all those statements. So I don't take anything seriously anymore. Uh, is that the right answer? That's not the right answer. Can I understand why somebody would do that? I couldn't understand why somebody would do that. So, the more, so I guess the point's to what we, we, we can understand somebody better. We can apologize. We can learn to just stop judging, period. We can re- re- find opportunities to interface with these people in positive areas and rebuild and connect again. All those hopefully will move towards the, the overcoming the divisions. And the last answer is time Time heals. The time heals. You know, it's, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time, and there's going to be some people which can't move on and will be stuck in it. But I mean, Many people will move on, because that, that's the re- reality of how we work. Okay. Next question. I guess Sorry. the second half of the question was who did listen to. What was it? Right. So I'm going to throw that back to Baran and see what see what Raren says on that one, and then I'll then I'll say something.
1: Well, I'll share an anecdote um, when when the Elias Layol Siddha came out. Uh, I don't know, a long time ago. So the first the first edition of it, I happened to be in America. I was in Eretz Yisrael at the time. I was in America visiting. I think my parents whatever. Someone told me there's a person in Flatbush who wants to see you. This person was a big genius, um, kind of an unknown figure. Like he had a small stiebel, a big ilu, and he was kind of, I don't know, I guess uh, eccentric would be a nice word to, to describe. An interesting person. So it's I, I, fine. I went there, and they told me it's a bit about too. also. He said, listen, you're going, he said, you put out a sitter. It's not bad. I am sure you got already and going to get hundreds and hundreds of comments. This one telling you this way, this one telling you, this way, this one this way, this way. It will drive you crazy. So I'll tell you what: listen to what I'm telling you and don't listen to anybody else. And that way you won't it won't go crazy. So that was uh, so apropos to the question. I guess I'm going to be saying, listen to me and nobody else. That that's. It. But I, I, wanna, I, I do want to point out something seriously. We don't have, unfortunately, our der claims allegiance to some sort of concept of Das Torah, which is really almost the hephah of what should be. In halacha, a, a murder asker has power. A Etz's a, 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 a is a non-existent entity, and the gadol is also vague. Um, the 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 uh a, the old days communities had one rav, one Bezdin, and they would make takanis and an api That's how things ran. For many reasons, we lost that. Some of it is just because we, we live. In, in megalopolis, we, we, even Warsaw, there was terrible if, difficulties with, with getting something going because it it, had, it was a big city. The vast majority of communities were small communities. Each one, a, a, one, a, one and, and, and that may be another one, but that's it. So there was a sense of, in, in communal issues, in, in, in issues that are relevant uh, to a Zippor and so on, you go with the rough, you go with the Bezdin, um, and that's what it should be. The Unfortunately, so people who live in a more, in a smaller setting or community, uh, Marshall, someone asked me from Baltimore something about, it doesn't make sense what, uh, he, he disagreed with whatever the Rabbani said. I told him, my belief is Baltimore is a city that's still it's the Rabbonim, they are unified. It's, it's a big, even though it's a big city relatively, a big killer, but there's, it's the Rabbonim, are together enough, that someone who does opposite of a declaration of the Rabbonim as a unit is a Polish menatsibur with everything that it says about na'alacha. It's a terrible thing if the Rabbonim, so that's true about a more unified killer When it starts becoming a, a mega and, and you get... Vague, I don't know. It, it, it's, I, 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 I. think one of the things we're missing in our door is the sense of kehila and leadership, and that's what's appropriate. So, if a person belongs to a to a community and there's a rav, you go with it. If a person feels that his rav is rough, off the derech totally, um, then then basically you should look for a different kahillah. That that should be what you should do. But but and, and people need to go and. It doesn't make a difference whether you agree or disagree. You should be doing it. it's a famous Mishnah of Shashana where Ragam Leal met Rabbi and he told him you're wiser than me, but you did right and subordinate yourself to me. And that's the only way we can ever function as a Tsibur. Um I, I don't know what the solution is because it, it, when when people bypass their rav, I, I, I mean, a it, certain Rosh Hashivah in Israel told me, I, I've heard this from a few Rosh Hashivahs, but, but one told me specifically, he threw a Bach out of the yeshiva, and then the father calls him up three days later that he spoke to Khan Yesterday, and Reb, Chaim, yes, Reb said they have to take back the Baha. So this person told me, I, I didn't bother to answer him, I just hung up the phone him, and he, I just disregarded What does that mean? What, what, what does it mean? It doesn't, what does that mean? It, it, it doesn't, um, somebody, a well-meaning person, I don't know who it is, but an obviously a well-meaning person has been putting ads into the Modia for the last 20 years, I think. I, I, I've seen it there for who knows how long. Every so often, uh, a question of Chaim Kandesky, what should the in of America do for the Terrible and Service? And the answer is, you can keep a cotton. I, I, didn't, I didn't send this person to to Chaim My Mashaile. I, I mean, they are a robot in America. He, he's not a schlich of anybody. So maybe he wants to support the Madia, and That's fine. I, I get it. He's, it's a nice way to give him stock at the modiyah by having an ad every month regularly uh, and paying for it. But what does it mean? I, I, I think this points out to a, a sore problem, and Kleisol of the sense of Kehillah and Kehila leadership. Baruch Hashem, people live in a nice out-of-town community. You can have that. That's one of the advantages. People live in big places. It's it, I don't know. So having a shul with a very strong rod that people are there because they want to be even Hashem together. They see him as a mani and so on. Has that? If not, I don't know what to say. Okay, so I'm just going to make the question harder. Uh, so,
0: somebody raised this point, I'm last week, that uh, with regards to how to deal with the issue of closing down the yeshivas, not closing down the yeshivas, so the two yeshivas, and one of them went and locked the doors of the yeshiva, and the other went, went and unlocked the doors of the yeshiva. So so what do you want from the Barker to figure out how to deal with an issue when the, his two rebayim, his two leaders, can't, can't figure out how to deal with the issue? And one did A, one did B. Now, they, they, I know the names of the two individuals. Both of them are very chashu and both of them believe that that's the right thing to do, etc. I, I can't believe that they, didn't have, they can't have a conversation about the issue, they come up with something, how to deal with it, um, and uh, maybe eventually they, they did, um, but that's the type of, that's the type of challenge that you're facing uh, in, in Klai Yisrael. So a uh, person who has a rabbi, a person who was showing himself to a Rebbe in a yeshiva, and that's the person that he goes to for his halakh, the etc. So there's halakhic questions over here. So in general, you follow the person you're going to. Um, If, if a person doesn't have that, so this is one of the, this is one of the, the more general challenges which we have in our generation, like a is saying, that, uh, people live, uh, rudderless, you know, and it works in both ends. I, 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 I don't, you know, Reb Shach, understood his, his position in Christ, you know, and he he felt that Christ, he didn't wait for things to come to him. He looked into things, he dealt with, dealt with things, he sent, sent shluchim, etc. So you can say, you know, you could say there, there was people handling in the middle, etc. But he 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 took upon himself a mantle of leadership. Rebaon Leib in his last, last years took upon himself to come to America and to go be mechazek, etc. It means he understood that he plays a role in Klai so The Chofetz Chaim played a role in Klai so. And he, therefore, was proactive to deal with issues. Right? Means they felt that that, that that whatever simonim they had of, of, of their life, the Russia wants them to do something, they did something. That you have to listen to them, because the Chabaz Chaim forced you to do something. No, if you have a certain of respect for who the Chabaz was, you tended to listen to what he has to say. Does Rasha have the authority to make you do something? No. But there is a certain respect, which he had in Klayusil. And part of the respect was the fact that he lived with the, the Muslim, he has you know, he, a know, A Rebbe within his kahila, people respect what he has to say, partially because they understand he lives the feeling of a Christ. He, he, does, he, he goes to bed at nighttime. He's, he's carrying the burden of a Kehillah upon himself, not just a, a, a personal, personal issues rabba v'kehillah lives with the Christ of Akilah, That's a, a, So you have a certain amount of respect to what he says, simply because you know that he's, he's not just saying it, whatever he comes, he, he takes a crisis And there's a certain, you get when you take a Christ. You know, when you have a person who doesn't want to take that crisis, but we sort of like, well, we don't have anybody else, so we sort of like force it on him. It, it, I don't know whether that, it, 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 it invokes the same level of people wanting to follow what he has to say. When when the message is I really would not I rather be doing something else but okay you ask me a question I'll answer you you know as opposed to uh, the, the the messages I, I care about you I think about you you're important to me I've thought this through the best I can and this is the best I can say now you do not to listen to me because I don't have the no way to bind you to that but the in you know, the there like Reb says there's there's a certain binding concept of of weight of the kahila. historically we don't have that much anymore and you know and, and, a few places you have such a thing. Um, you know, you move to Norfolk, and there's one shul. You know, there's one, there's one, one rub, one shul. Maybe you know, you start moving beyond that, it becomes more challenging. Uh, I think we, 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 the leadership is is an issue, is a challenge uh, on the, the on the leadership part and on the on the le- on the people following. So the simple answer is, I don't have a good answer to the question. How do you know who to follow? The only thing I could say is, in Yisera Torah in this week's parsha. Um, there's a piece from the Munas and Deus that, that, that the, the Baron put in, the, in there that he says that, you know, when, when a Novi would come and claim he's speaking in the name of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, the people around the Novi would see some type of a simon of a light or something which would indicate it. And they could, he said, they could be Mishai in the amount of time that it was it was, it was was in effect. So he comes and he gives you a 14-hour drusha that the Bershom said, but they only saw that light for three minutes. We know that there's something wrong. All right, so they'd be masha'ar. You know, they would say, "You know, the the amount of time, what you said could have been conveyed in that period of time when you received it." They believed him. Um, there's a certainty out of We get sometimes, if we really, really want to know the answer, a lot of times we know that if we're really willing to listen to, to, listen to the answer, we know uh, that's the right concept called Mabatu Emis That if deep down, we want to know what the answer is. We're going to get the answer. Just maybe just, he says, in the of the initial of be initial of the Khamen, Right? And they didn't know the answer until Kosproch gave the answer. So he says, okay, so the poor youth went to the, went to the Novi and then he says, I don't know, if everything's fine. He went to the Chacham and said, everything is fine. And the Russian brings the Corpsman and says, that's not fair. The Chacham said it's not a problem. And the beam said it's not a problem. So what do you know from me? He says, deep down, you know the answer that there was a, pro- there was a problem. And says, don't, don't point it off onto the to, the, to the Chacham, you know, that, that he didn't say everything was okay. So why is it because I'm okay? Because deep down, Klai they really wanted to know the answer, but nobody knew that there was an issue. So sometimes, deep down, we, we know that you know, we, don't, we don't want to listen. So we, so we say, we well, we find a Rav who uh, stands in my position. So that's why I listen to them. But deep down, a lot of times, we really know there are, we should be acting differently. And uh, but it's not, as long as somebody says, OK, why should I change? So we have to be very, very careful about those type of thought processes.
2: Okay. OK, so the next question is also for both um, the Rosh Shiva and Rav Okay. Is Zoom here to stay? Because of COVID, we all, we all got more comfortable on Zoom. It has been easier for many of us to attend SHRM as less travel, more time saved. Also, we have been able to access Sharm in Israel and different locations. Is this the proper medium going forward? Or is there a reason we should strive not to have this
1: be the new normal? Okay. Um, so I would say the following. Um, it, it one one of the melachas of Shabbos. You know, all the melachas of Shabbos are, are seen as being creative. They create something to create some new reality and so on. And borer is a very interesting melacha. Borer does not create anything; it sorts out stuff. And and borer is a very very. It's it's a, it's a real melacha. The kochabechira is not just to choose. It's to choose in the sense of borrower. In other words, it's not just try fat fight my servants oh, It's to make decisions that separate the chaff from the wheat. So that's why I personally, I'm very, whenever something, new technology comes out and you get the people that say, this will save the world. And the people that say, this is a horbom. My personal idea is um, it can't be either the two extremes. Um, on, on, uh, until Mashiach comes, there's no perfectly good. And if a who brings bring something to the world, it can't be perfectly bad. And, and uh, therefore, people who embrace technology uh, without question, anything anything that's... Some people, as soon as they hear the word modern, new, um, you know, cutting edge, they cut themselves on the cutting edge immediately. And there's some people that as soon as they hear the word new... They, um, as somebody once said, some so famously said, Chodesh Ossim in And somebody said, that's a new interpretation of the word, you know? That's a, it's, a, it's a new shot in Chodesh. <laughs> so, um, either the two, I think, is not, that's, my, I guess, <laughs> my thing, my mahalach is to look at the good and the bad. The good is, like you said over here, um, we're able to access a lot more stuff. We're able to get together with 80 alumni in different parts and different places and not even put out a bottle of soda or cookies. It costs us nothing. That's amazing. That, you know, we, we, we it, uh, it's, uh, 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 that, it, and it's wonderful to meet everybody. That's one half of it. There's a second half. Um I, I do, as all of you know, I do the beginners for the mirror. I go down there and the, the ones, that we did in the summer were all on Zoom, obviously. I was at Yisrael, and I was interviewing Bochum in New York. You see the person, he sits there, you talk to him. All of us, uh, there, uh, there are a few people involved, myself, there's from Friedman, he's the Mashkiach, there's another Baychen, everyone felt that we did not have as good feel and make as good decisions as we would in a personal meeting and and i see the person the zoom is set up in yeshiva there the guy sits in a chair and it's everything's the same it's not the same a, a, a very i was i was speaking recently on zoom for a modern orthodox uh, high school and i was they they asked about my decision to go to uh, to to, uh, to yeshiva to you know the and so on and I thought about it, made me think, and, and I and one of the things I think I zeroed in on was the impression that the people made on me. No amount of explanations in the world could impress me with Torah except as much as being with Nochem together. Nothing in the world could impress me with what the Amkus of Torah is it, it, being with Major Shapiro together. Um there's something about the Gemara speaks about Risi Machor Risi Lefanov. I guess Zoom adds another dimension. There's there's Risi Lefanov with Zoom and Risi Lefanov in person. A personal contact with with a person is a different world. And since Torah comes from person to person, we miss it. And it, therefore it's it, it's critical that we use Zoom as a tool. But we don't replace. There should not be a matthias where somebody has no sheurim with a live person that he considers a rebbe of sorts. And so, uh, an all-daf program like the OU has is phenomenal. It should there, should there needs to be some aspect where a person has personal contact, and and um, it's like all. I believe all technology needs to be. Made use of. I mean, uh, from the Itza Chachma to Zoom, all of these things have given us a lot of tools. They have not replaced, and therefore the Malechasaboer is to take what's good and useful and to not swallow it whole, hook, line, and sinker. that That's what I feel about it. So, um,
0: I Go back many, many years. I can't place exactly when. I, I might have been a Bucharest. still. fellow tells me he was traveling to some out of, like, out of, real out of town community. And he went there for and He walks in and he hears in one of the side rooms that there's a Dafiyami shear being given. And the the, the, the Magad Shear is phenomenal. Like, it's like, it's it totally out of context of the place where he was in. I mean, maybe Indianapolis. I don't know where it was. And it's just like he totally didn't expect a, a Tom Hacham that caliber saying a shear like that. So he goes to peek to see who it is, and he sees three people sitting there learning the daf with with a tape recorder, and they're playing a tape that they're playing a cassette tape of of, of the daf yomi know, from, from the daila daf or whatever it is, whoever the magen is. I, so that was the story. So my, my reaction was, I remember when I when I, when I heard it, there's like, it's a, the 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 fact that they chab, that they should sit around the tape recorder together is such a chash of a thing. Theoretically, each person can sit at home with his own tape recorder. The fact that, they're, yeah, they're, you're using the technology of the tape or they don't have a market share there who could give them a, a share of caliber. So they found a way to get that. So stay at home. They're not learning They're listening to the tape. But the, the fact that they're learning they're learning as a tzibur, that's not true. Each one's in their, in their own spot. So even if I could see you on the screen, the, the mile of Talmud Torah, which is done with seber that there's there's a there's a, a kedusha which the says that you know the, the Shekhinah Khan, etc. There's a certain mile to that on the Ruchnius level. On the Gashmius level, a, a group there's, there's a trend of the motivation which a person gets when he's part of a group. There's a camaraderie. There, there's a reason why there's clubs in the world. There's a reason why people belong to different clubs etc. They feel that this is their club. That person is part of a Dafyami club is a phenomenal thing. It's much better than a lot of other clubs that are available over there. Their camaraderie is we, we together do something together as a group. We learn Torah together. It's mechazik each other. It makes connections. It gives persons a a... a, a, a quality connection with somebody uh, uh, that, that our connection is built over Torah. That's a beautiful thing. So, you know, so they, so they have human together. They have different things to do together. Imagine everybody has it over Zoom and they get together, you know, and they each, by the time of the them, each person sits in their house and eats a, a knish in honor of the Sium in their house. And the Heber is not, is not happening. Human beings, one of the things we le- lessons we learned from this whole situation is human beings cannot function without Heber to each other. That has been the lesson which I think if, you know, everybody's saying we're doing okay, good, you know, everybody's saying, yeah, but, I really, but I really miss interfacing with people. So if a person has an opportunity to learn Torah and, and let that be his shalom, that he, I, he can gain more time. If he sits at the home, he can sit and learn for an hour and a half. If he drives to the shul to learn, he only gets an hour. So what should he do? Should he learn for an hour or should he learn for an hour and a half? it's a good question. And I think that the answer to, I would give the person to learn for an hour in the shul, yeah, Because learning with the in person or a Shiran person, Misa, has a greater impact than you, both in the Rukhvistical level and the Gashvistical level. That that Zoom isn't a phenomenal thing that we have. I remember I had this order when everybody enters your site and ends up being by Zoom. And at uh, one point in time, I checked the number of participants. There's over 250 pe- people c- connecting, which th- most of those were families, not individuals. So you're talking about probably 500, 600 people were on that uh, on that that uh, event, which had it been done locally without the Zoom. Would have been a few hundred people, less, much less. And here are people, so people in New York, et cetera, were able to connect to the 10th Yards of anymore. That's such a phenomenal thing that the worship gave us. We have such an opportunity. Right, but. Have the opportunity. So, but a hybrid. We, believe it, we, we, believe it, we live in a world of hybrids. We have hybrid cards. Well, why can't we, we can have a hybrid? We can ever share it in person. And the person can't make it. There's a Zoom option. So you can clear a hakira. If it's Kadai to have a Zoom, because maybe some guys will be motivated not to come, but if they have the Zoom, they'll maybe will come. Uh, you know, uh, you have to know your zebra. And, and some zebra that's talking and Some zebra's not. So you'll, you know, you don't have to make a, make a call. You answer to that question. One, you know, there's different answers to the way answers to answer that question. But at some of the zoom is a tremendous mile. Of course, it's a tremendous mile. Should it should that be the the primary way to go forward? Uh, the, I don't think it should. Be the primary way to go forward should it be a, an option which exists? Of course, it should be an option which exists. It, it, it's like is saying you know, we we can take you know, the, the process of Burr, taking the good from the bad um, is is now what we can say is uh, just to maybe add on to the, the issue of you know, technologies and the there's an element of humility which we need to keep in mind. We don't know what the final, what the impact of these type of changes will be. You know, it sounds good, and we may, we'll do as best as we can to figure it out. But We have to understand, you know, if if Zoom would come with the new normal, like 10 years from now, what will people look like in regards to their Geschmack and learning? What will they look like in regards to their kids' understanding of devotion to learning? What would the impact be of such a decision? We don't know. We don't know whether it'll be good or bad. It might be phenomenal. It might be, you know, because the kid sees me sitting and learning in my study as opposed to, I go to the show and he never sees me. It might be the opposite. that The kid looks, thinks I'm playing on the computer the whole day. You know, I, you know how the, how, the what's the impact? We don't know for sure how it's going to play out. So, uh, you know, we have, you know, that, that we were something that has a value to it. And we're a that maybe you have to be concerned that, you know, try and make the best, guess that we can of how it's going to play out and try and do the best thing we can to make sure that it's done in, in the proper way, the best way. And then reassess. We have to be honest about a reassessment. You know, five years from now, this has become uh, more entrenched in call so has it been better? Has it accomplished more? Has it become a reason why people are not connecting and not learning as much as they should? It became it's more like a you, you can sit in your, you know, the the veld has the, the issue with the business meetings with the person sitting in their in, in the in you their know, you know, like, you know, like it, there's a covenant of terror. Like, what what does it mean, Lamaysa? We'll, we'll have to see, and it, and it might be a a communal answer, might be an individual answer. And all it has to be reassessed down the road. Yeah.
2: Okay. OK, so the next question is for the Rosh Hashiva. I live in the New York area. It feels like Orthodox Judaism is for the rich, private tuition, expensive kosher food, and big families. Are we pushing people out unconsciously? What's the individual's response to me on this
1: issue as it relates to the community? OK, um, <laughs> so there are two parts of the question. Um, the fact that it feels orthodox for the rich. So, I mean, I believe all over America, um, let's put it this way the orthodox community is a blip of all America. The vast majority of Americans feel um, that they're struggling. Um, that, you know, if we would we say to ourselves if we would send our kids to public school and we'd be able to eat McDonald's and we wouldn't, we wouldn't need to have more than one kid, we would be fabulously wealthy. If you look around, that's not the case. Um, everybody feels, and, and there are people, I, I read an article about why not having kids is a good idea because to raise a kid costs $285,000 till he goes to college. That's without tuition. That's without a hat and a jacket. Um, and Go that's on. the figure that costs. And you can do a lot of good things with five thousand thousand dollars much better than having a kid. It's a sheeter, it's a of some sort. But the truth is, the, the economics, and I'll try to explain why I think it is. I think it's a simple um, phenomena of psychology and economics. A person doesn't start by saying, what do I need? And then let me earn enough money. We look around us and we expand our desires and needs to fit our budget. Plus, Um, so a person earning $100,000 a year would like things that cost 120. Persons earning 200 would like 250. That's human nature. That's why most people are. You know, living uh, off credit. Most people do not have money saved up uh, in any way for 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 the lady years because people tend their sense of what's considered comfortable and decent expands with with their income. So, no matter how much we would have, we would push, and a lot of that depends on the society we live in. Um. If a, person, if a person lives in, in, in a place where everybody goes to a, a hotel for Pesach, he feels terrible not going to a hotel for Pesach. I, I, somebody wrote an article about why he took his kids out of yeshiva, put them in public schools, because it's very difficult to be an Orthodox Jew. It, you have to, it costs $25,000 for a Pesach hotel and 40000 for this. and I mean, those are all expenses that doesn't say it's a Makashenik Suva Betayra. I'm not, not aware of the midst of the Pesach hotel exactly, and, and and yet it's it's part of it. So if we ask ourselves, um, let's go down the list. So, so first of all, I believe no matter what you would do, you would spend it on restaurants. Um, you know, in in, in uh, if you don't ever eat out, that's a you know for a lot of people that's a big difference. For some people, it's unthinkable. Eating out is is part of life. Going away for Pesach is part of life, um, and so on. So if you go through a list, the, the, the question is the other way around. Um, having children is what a person lives for. Teaching them Torah is what we live for. Would we want a kid to grow up to be a goy, which is what would happen? I mean, whether whether a, a goy in, in, you know, a halachic or Jewish, but, but we don't want that. So, so our life is for having children, raising them for Torah and mitzvahs ex kosher food is expensive, but um it depends also what food you buy um it, it, you know we, we you could live a lot lot simpler P- people there are people in williamsburg um who who have many kids and live in, at, at a fraction of what we live at in, in in yes it's it's a way that's kind of we would have a hard time imagining it, but it exists so, so uh, it, it, the the question really is always between what we value, what do we want our money for? And um, if, if a person feels, I mean, as a person who's a, a yeshiva person and grows up with Shiva values, it, my hope and dream is that all my kids learn as much as possible and whatever I can possibly do to make them happen. I, I, I don't have any dreams of retiring to a place in Florida and playing golf for the rest of my life. Um, that's it, It's just not part of my sense of what, and I'm sure most people it, it, who, who are beneath so, so, so none of that. And we'll always have depression. Nobody, I, 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 I want to share a story, It's a, a beautiful, a, 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 a true story. In the, it, this was in the 40s, I think. Even the 40s or the 50s, a company v- 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 decided that labor is the biggest expense. They found a rook the island of the Caribbeans where people there were willing to work for half a dollar an hour and they built a factory there. And the factory was churning out tchotchkes, whatever it was, and the labor component was a half a dollar an hour when it when in New York it was three, four, five dollars. And and the head of the company was ecstatic. Wow. One day, uh, like a year later, he gets a call. From the head of the factory, and he says, "My, he says they all stop working. They're on strike or something. Doesn't know they all stop working." The kids said, "What? Who's who? who got to them? Who told them or whatever?" The kids, they, they, they sat down with them, and the guys told them, "You know, we have enough money to live on for a year. There's nothing more we need to work for. Why? Why should you spend our day in the factory? We, we have, we have a year's worth of money, and that's it." The kids, said, they were always mentioned. I mean he couldn't threaten to fire them because there was nobody else he could hire. It wasn't. And then somebody got a brilliant idea and he gave them all catalogs for Sears and Roebuck. For those of you who I don't nobody remembers it here, but for those of you who, who read about it. And Baruch Hashem, they all ran back to the factory. And they had the work for May have answered. So so it, it a lot of our sense of that's how we work. We don't we don't start and say we make a pencil, is what we need. A person, a person has a council set up, and he looks around. And there's there are things that are nicer. There are things that are more batam, more more decent, more comfortable. And it only takes another ten, twenty percent. That's how we work. That's every one of us. So, so, so I think rethinking what we are and what our values are, and and so on. I, I don't want to, you know, I I, I, I don't want to be dependent on someone. But I have no dreams of retiring to anything, or I, I would like, you know, to do what I can for the virus to come. So that's that's first ashkafa What's individual responsibility in this issue a that community? That's a very tough one because it's always an issue why should I do something um different? I, I have a chava of mine who's a wealthy man and and he's a he's a person who has values, ideals and he struggles a bit between the two worlds. So when his oldest son got bar mitzvah, he told him, Avrami, listen, I don't like, I, I think people should be cutting down on bar mitzvahs. I'm a wealthy man. I will take the money that I would spend on bar mitzvah. I'll put it in your bank in a special stock account. And every year on your birthday, you can withdraw the interest and distribute it to any stock you want. So the poor kid was stuck. He was a good kid. He's a good kid. I mean, he's not a kid anymore. He's a grown-up. He was a good kid. He knew it's the right thing, but he wanted about mitzvah. So he told his father, listen, if you do it this way, people are not going to learn a lesson from you. They'll think that you're crazy and you don't know how to do things right. So for me, make me a regular bar mitzvah like everybody else. For my siblings, now that people see you know how to do things normal, for my siblings, you should do the arrangement that you, that, you, that you wanted to do and do the stuck account and, and so on and so forth. That was his response. Um, the, 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 it's very hard to go to a particular chasna kala and say, "Listen, you need to set an example. So you're going to have a dreary chasna someplace, and people will learn from you." It, it's hard, you know. Everyone, everyone is his own person. Nobody feels it. But definitely, I mean, if a person makes a, a person, I was a few weeks ago in someone's house, who is arguably one of the wealthiest people and certainly in front of baseball at And his home is is something that, that uh, I would feel comfortable buying. And, and it's incredible. And, and I, it's, it's unbelievable. And I've been in other people's homes like that who really you couldn't tell. So when you set an example like that, it is it is something. Um, who, is the pe- who are the people that can set those examples and should set those examples? I don't know. You know, it's everyone feels everyone becomes a big enough and says, you know, I'm not as wealthy as they think, and I'm not as 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 well known. He should, the other guy should set the example. But I don't, I, you know it, it's that's one of the hardships in in in, in things that have become social norms. Who's the one that's going to set the example? But I, it, when people, when the right people set examples, make a difference. And and there should be. um that should take place. But again, I, I'm, I'm, you know, it, it's something that is very hard to put a finger on the right person.
0: Okay.
2: Okay, this next question is for for <clears throat> COVID for many of us elicited a wake-up call for at least a moment at some point. As of the sham, we are moving out of it and the natural course is to forget our awakening and go back to the status quo. How do we take it with us? Is there a specific message Hashem has sent us that He wants us to hear and carry on with us?
0: Okay, so there's there's really two questions here. Um, I'm going to go to the second question first to just take it off the table a little bit. Um, I'm not a big advocate of specific messages that Hashem has sent us that He wants us to hear and carry on with us, because uh, to say it on the communal level, for sure, not. we know how to interpret what a Kodesh Baruch was saying. That's pro- probably not realistic. Meshireb Chaim told me, B'chaim, that the, the concept of, of he quoted from the Chalzanish, that nowadays we don't know how to do media to figure out what the message of B'chaim wants to send us to, since it happened like this. Must be that to you know. Nebuah uh, belongs to Nashim uh, and Tiktanim and Shaitim. I can't claim belonging to the first two groups the last group I do not want to claim belonging to so I know why, why the person sent the message it's very not a good idea that um, there's a general message that we, we need to uh, we need to grow and we need to change that's always a, that's always a good message but each, each person really should uh, look into his own his own uh, area and see how it affected him what was the message of course there are certain uh, common threads which come up uh, in the time. But I, the first question is the question I want to focus on. Um, it did listen a wake-up wake call for, for us at least a moment at some point. And uh, we're moving on. And how do, how do you hold on to that? So uh, this is a general problem, whether it's on a communal level or an individual level. The person has a, a crisis in their life, and it causes them to take stock and, and maybe to make some decisions, good decisions. And then the crisis, crisis passes, and we sort of forget. Um uh, the, the i had I had a cataract surgery in both of my eyes many years ago, and when they finally took off the patches, I was able to see so I said Picachirim that, that day with a, with a, with the cvona, which was through the roof, and I said, told myself that well, from now on the rest of my life i'm going to have such a car tell for my eyesight because the difference between before the surgery and after the surgery was, was, was extraordinary, so my Pikachirim is going to be with tremendous cvona, et cetera. so it didn't last that long. Uh, New Year's resolutions, you know, uh, you know, maybe w- w- have less staying power, but this didn't have that much more staying power than New Year's resolutions. Um, what, what the Bali must always say is that that, that the the re- the real way to hold on to something is by learning Musr. Now, that, that's because of Bali must the, the is Chassidus. you're learning Hasidus. the point is you need a a a, a, a his service from a moment is a leila something which a person sent you. You have to now change it to something which you somewhere that you want to be machalic yourself on an ongoing basis. So if a person makes it, says, Okay, because of this, I'm gonna learn something which will remind me of what I what what, what I what I thought about. I will do something. I will read through a list of kabbalas that I made. I will learn some Musr. I will pick an area which I feel I need to work on, which I came aware of that, and I learn some Musr about it. Do something which is. I'll listen to a she'er about it. I'll, I'll make a karusa with somebody about it. I'll have a chaver which will remind me about it. But if th- the person figures he's just going to do it on his own, based on the the, the hiseris, uh sadly we've seen that that's not the reality. Uh, that, that that doesn't work. You know that. that Unless there's something which you do to concretize it and make it real it doesn't last, so how do we take it with us by doing these type of things which which will take that the moment of these errors and turn it back into an area of void of the person that the uh, void to hold on to the thought for whether you whether you're actually changing just at least hold on to the thought and the hope is eventually by 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 whittling away at it little by little eventually a person is able to uh, uh, to make some difference. Last point I just want to say over here is the real goal is is, is 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 only as realistic if we're looking for minimal change. If we're looking for phenomenal changes in my lifetime, in in, in the person's life, that's not going to work. Uh, if a person says, I want to make a real minimal change, that's something which is realistic, and now you have a chance of me holding on to. You want to make a major change of how you deal with things. Uh, well, they uh, know that doesn't work, but, okay
2: okay so i guess we'll we'll do one more question and this will be for both roshila and Rav covid has made the world smaller for many of us less people you socialize with limited outings with kids or adults as an outcome we have more family time and less socializing with in some respects may, uh, i'm sorry rich in some respects makes staying Yasher easier Less lesson horror less focus on materialism however the trade-off is we are less part of the world in the sense that we are seeing less people And then by definition, affecting people less and have less opportunities to do many mitzvahs and be present in our communities. Which is more ideal?
1: So, I guess we'll start with a Mishnah. Um, So, if a person does not have a circle that includes only himself, he doesn't exist. If a person only has a circle, a concentric circle that consists only of him, he's all potential. The word ma is potential, but it's not used anywhere. In other words, if, if instead of seeing this an either-or um, or even parallel, it, it really is um, a series of steps. A person needs to, when a person downloads from an esra, it's himself and Yibreel When a person is is um, learning with a Havrusa, it's him and a Havrusa. And when a person is done with a Minyan, it's him and his Minyan, and so on. The the, the Rebel Chanan Wasserman had um, arguably the most important yeshiva in Europe. It was the only yeshiva, pretty much, that dealt with. Teenage boys. Most yeshiva started at 1718. His yeshiva went from 1213 to 1718. It was the equivalent of um, a masifta, like six years. And he forged Benitaira. He he was really it was the institution that forged Benitaira. And then they went on to Kamnitz to 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 Mir to Mir later, usually Radin and so on the Kletz and so on. The um the the every Elo, Rebel Khanan would leave the Yeshiva for Elo, and go to Raden and um, recharge. Rebbechano was a person who ran the yeshiva. Rebbechano was a person who was very in call things. Um, Elul, he recharged. And the, the point is, we, we, don't, uh, we underestimate, um, because with such a large world, so many opportunities for interaction, that we lose any sense of self. And I think part of what we learned from this was how nice it is. How nice it is a person can think? How nice it is that a person can spend time just with his family? How nice it is that, you know, all the the things mentioned. But so what it should be doing is, yes, we need to now make time where it's us, ourselves. We need to make time with us and the family or I would say me and my wife, and then the family, me my wife and the children, and then um, the Tzibur and the people around. So understanding the role of each piece, working and focusing on yourself builds yourself. You're able to think, you're able to, 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 to develop feelings, thoughts, ideas. Spending time with the family is a responsibility that is more valuable anything you can possibly contribute financially to to your family or in any other way. And Akadosh Baruch gave each person co to deal with a cloud. Um, I know a Rav who's very, incredibly busy Rav, who handles massive amounts of Shailas. Every other year, he takes three months, goes, that's his role, and he's unreachable. And he needs to do it. He needs to do it because he would dry out. And, and uh, that's... A balance. I and they have these things about caregivers that you must learn to take time for yourself because if not, you collapse, and the patient collapses, and everybody collapses. So, I think this has given us a realistic sense. You, again, the old days, people lived in small communities. There was there wasn't. There was a lot of being by yourself. There was a lot of being a small group of people. Today, we live in a huge world, and and we we have no self. We're always diluted with the, 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 the thousand and one things. I think this has brought home this point. But it, but if I have no time for myself, then I cease to exist. But Kshanila asks me, when all I am is for myself, then money, I, I still remain potential. There's a story of Bissal Salanta. Somebody came to saw Salanta and told him there's a Tzaddik Nister hidden in this in this town, an extraordinary Tzaddik Nister. So Bissal said, in, in a door like us, how it's impossible that a person who's a Nister should be a Tzaddik. If he's a Tzaddik, he should be out there doing something. Bissal was very, Rabbi was a curative person. He, he, he was trying to do it for the door. But the point was, if not, uh, you know, if 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 you if you don't give, so Bistral on the one hand believed must say there should be a withdrawal to yourself, no Khadrusa, no shir, sit in yourself and focus and concentrate you and Akharishbarakul, but 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 that your life should be spent doing for everyone. So instead of phrasing it as a, which is more ideal, the answer is both together with the proper with the proper proportion between the two, that's the ideal.
0: So um, I I will echo a lot of what Reverend said. Um, uh, This this definitely was an opportunity for us to learn. And going back to question number five, this is one of the lessons we want to take with us: Um, the impact that we can have on our families and ourselves. Is something which is a major lesson which we had. And I think that you know, if we move forward and don't take that lesson with us, that's really very sad. But yes, when we live in the in the previous world, with people who had many community responsibilities. There's friends, chasnas on a regular basis, and they're never home with their kids. And how do you balance that? And sometimes the answer is, you know, that you're not going to go to somebody's chasna because you, your kids need you, need you more. Um, have we learned the lesson to be able to say that? Hopefully we have. Um, uh, the time with, with the family is is is, is a tremendous you know whether well, the story is true or not. It was apocryphal about the kid by the by the when he won he won the Afikoman. So uh, he has he wants to have a, a night to talk to his father. That was his that was his request for his reward for being back to Afikoman. Should have one night. To, his father will have time to talk to him. Is the story true or not? I don't know. The story true or not? But it's definitely a message about what 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 our, what, what we look like sometimes. Um, So yes, hopefully we become more aware of of the the, the impact that we can have. But that the the person doesn't see himself as part of the community and doesn't understand that we we have a tremendous impact and value to to the community uh, is is not correct. It's not a a binary option over here, these two two, two things. The combination of both of them is true. Um, I would take two more points. When we say secures is in yeshiva, we say, you know, we give it, is, is the shot like A or shot like B? Right? So we're, we're trying to understand the nakuda, which is the the, the root of the of the inside of something. Right? A person gets into a car accident. We say, well, it wasn't the problem. The fact that he was tired. It was nighttime. The tires are bald. It was raining. The answer is all of them. That they all were contributing factors. You know the, the idea that we, you know, well, it, Yeshiva Chakira was it the ball tires or it was it the ring. You know, like, you know, you know, like which one did it? You know, you know, like, that's not a, that's not how we live in life. When you're learning a alumnus or so you 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 could you use that as a as a, a vehicle to get to the root of what's the Yisrael the more is trying to tell me. Is the more trying to tell me Yisrael or not? When we're dealing with the realities of life, it's it's always a combination of many many factors. So binary options are, are not real, necessarily. In, in the, so is it a, a or B? The answer is it's both. Um, the, the second point I want to say is that the Talzorov has a shmooz where he was asked the, this question on a, on a personal level, the person was grappling with to me versus being involved in the cloud, etc. cetera. Um, so he gave the answer, which Rehobo writes basically the same type of answer. He says, well, expand your, expand your ani. Expand who your atzmi is, and then you'll be able to be able to do both. Now, now that's a nice, beautiful answer on on paper. What it means, lamaisa, is a little more challenging. But it, it, the point is, we care about people, and we and the reason why we do it. Reason we go to classes is because we feel we have an obligation to go. We really do not want to be there. We need to find a way to either l- l- learn to I that I really feel that I'm giving something positive by my presence being there, or spend more time with your kids. All right. If I'm going because I understand that I, what, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm really giving something of value to that person. And therefore, it's worthwhile to go. So that then, so you have to work out the obligations of that, per, that person vis vis your family. But yes, that's part of your obligation. You're offering something positive to this person by your presence at the chasnah, or whatever it might be. So uh, if you're going to the kiddush and you're spending time talking to people just you could be going home and having a nice dinner with your family. Yes, maybe you should learn that you should go home more quickly and shouldn't schmooze more. Do you need time to schmooze? Yes, we need time to schmooze. Yeah, right. But if, if you realize that maybe you'll go to the, the kiddish and there's two people which are off to the side, that if you don't go over talk to them, nobody's going to talk to them and they really need that time that you're talking to them, then you have a real child. How do you balance those type of of, of responsibilities with the responsibility of being, being, home, being there for your family? These people feel lonely, etc. Without you, they're going to really, really be alone. So how do you balance that? How do you balance having guests over... And balancing that with you know you spending time on your family with your kids, etc. Those are hard questions, are real questions. Those aren't any, aren't any more new now that we've maybe just they just become more uh, clear in our minds the challenges which are there. And, and there's no simple answer. Each person has to have an an individual answer. And the answer which you have for today is not the answer for tomorrow. Uh, I just said over Machshava um, uh, that. That um first says why, such, why is there something called Torah Like, like why is Russian created a, so a person creating a Torah So if the person made a mistake, said Neder batos does need a Torah. So it means a means the person made a Neder, and he saw this, he saw a need to do something, and he corrected it. We grow, we change. So the the area which was a positive act upon my part to address something today. Is a straitjacket. A year from now, it's keeping me in that mode. That's not what I need to address right now. That's not. I'm past that. So the brushroom created vehicle that you can you can then say, well, it's not it's not my circumstances anymore. It's time to move on. So that idea that the answers which we have right now, how we've balanced these, these responsibilities, there is an answer for when you're 40. and There's an answer when you're 50. And there's an answer when you're 60. There's an answer when the the the, the kids are away are away. Weighing your shiva and answer when the kids are home but it's there's different answers. and it, it, it's all that has to be uh, taken into consideration. But yes, it's very what we have accomplished, COVID has been a very positive thing. It's put the question on the table. And that's a very important thing because it'll force us to try and think about it and come with an answer which maybe is not perfect, but it's better than it was in some way.
2: Okay. So I guess thank you everyone for attending. Thank you to and uh, I guess we'll be in touch with more programs. So,
0: sure we'll, we will We'll we'll making the recording available. Somebody wants yes, to get a, yeah. yes
2: I'll, I'll send it out. No, Mr. Shem, we have the recording sometime tonight or tomorrow.
0: Okay, okay, yes, okay. okay, yes. okay. okay. and the
1: meeting, I'll leave the meeting.
2: Uh. Okay.